Welcome to the We Like to Say We're Experts podcast, where we go over noteworthy news, pop culture, and everything in between. And now, your hosts, Evan and Nicole. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Harry Potter and the book slash movie that Evan hasn't seen, Volume 6. This is Evan with my lovely co-host, Nicole. And we're going to bring you through the next adventure in the Wizarding World, Episode 6, The Half-Blood Prince Strikes Back. Obviously, I love how everything is like a Star Wars thing, because you're always like, Episode 6, I'm like, it's just Movie 6. Everything's Star Wars. Yeah, I noticed, I noticed. Uh, So, as usual... Today, we will start off with a couple of news stories. So, the first one that we have uh, kind of made me laugh just because we live in, like, the Patriots area of the United States. Um, This woman from Buffalo, New York, upstate New York, uh, her name was Carol. She passed away on July 19th, and in her obituary, she wanted everybody to know under, like, the fun facts about her that she hated Tom Brady. So I'm just going to read a little snippet of her obituary. Um, It listed her love of reading, smoking cigarettes, slot machines, Facebook games, and that she loved the New York Yankees and LeBron James, but she hated, and hated is in capital letters, Tom Brady. People really, like, love or hate the Patriots and Tom Brady. It's true. I love love this woman, you know, because she goes out of her way to say I hate Tom Brady. Think of it this way. She's like, all right. Love, slot machines, you know, Virginia Slim cigarettes, Farmville, hate Tom Brady. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's passionate about a lot of things. Um, so this obituary kind of went viral. So her granddaughter wrote, this is my grandma. I miss her endlessly, but I'm glad she's remembered. And the people of Buffalo also share her deep-rooted hatred of Tom Brady. Big oof. I don't know. It just really made me laugh. I was like, what do you... you what a way to go. It's really funny. But then also, imagine Tom Brady's like, oh, this dead woman hates me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, Ugh. <laughs> I don't think she hates him as a person. I think she just, it's like the sports rivalry. Oh, he's so great. I mean, he's he, just jelly. Everybody's just jelly of Tom Brady. You don't even care about sports. Go pass. Honey, the last two times they were in the Super Bowl, you sat downstairs with me while we watched it, and you sorted, like, magic cards. <laughs> Moving on to our next news story today. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> what, what do you have for us at the news desk? All right, so uh, my second news story actually come, is an international story. It comes out of Germany, and there was this uh, particular town in Germany. Um, it says residents uh, in Berlin. It was a little town outside Berlin, actually. Um, noticed that when they were putting their shoes outside, like the next day or later on the day, they were like all being stolen in this particular town and like they thought they had like a thief but like only after shoes so the locals were like trying to figure it out and one day someone was like walking down the street and took a picture of a fox with the shoe in his mouth so it was like a fox that was like hoarding the shoes so he followed him and i'll show you the picture he found his like pile of like all the shoes that is really cute it's really like <laughs> oddly organized and neat well i don't think the they organized them so they could get them back I but those were like i choose to believe there's a few things about this number one fox takes my shoes i don't want shoes back that fox's mouth has been on no thanks not a fan. Number two, you know some guy was like, I knew Hans was a shoe fetishist. Like, I've seen him. This is it. He's the one taking the shoes. And is Hans the fox or someone else? No, it's like a, a random person, neighbor. German 
name. Oh. Is Hans German or is it Dutch? Anyway, moving on to the... (laughs) (laughs) But I love how most of these shoes were, like, either flip-flops or Crocs. Yeah, they're all, like, sandals. They're all, like, outside shoes that you're, like, you probably just... Oh, I'm going to go work in my garden. Let me, like, slip on the quickest shoe I have. I'm going to bring my gross, dirty Crocs inside. Like, it's 2007. Wearing Crocs. But the fox just wanted to collect all the shoes. He was so happy. Look at this fox again. It looks like a smaller... I don't know how big foxes get. He's not not a huge fox. No. He's a cute-looking little guy. I love foxes. They're my second favorite animal. Like the cats? Yeah. How could you... No, everyone has to know that. I'm just, as our cat is sitting between us right now, as concerned. he always does. Luckily, he's not chomping on us. He did bite, give me a little love bite before we recorded, because he wants attention. Yeah, it's never, obviously never breaks the skin, and it's never really that hard. It's just annoying. Yeah, he, like, rubs his teeth against you. He just wants love and attention. Now he's just sitting between us. Now he doesn't actually care anymore. He's yeah, like, I'm okay. petting him, and he's like, yeah, whatever. Like, I don't need you anymore. Um, but we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we will dive into Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. See you soon. Well, welcome back, everybody, and we are going to dive into Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. So this is a really long movie. So between this movie and when we review movie seven and eight for the final book, I think it makes less sense to kind of recap it because there's just so much stuff. So kind of just maybe go over our favorite things or things we liked. Um, It's really dense. Let's be honest. I'm probably the only one that hasn't read or seen this at this point. Yeah. So there was a couple things I wanted to note that were like differences between the book and the movie so um some things there was one thing that just definitely didn't happen in the book that happened in the movie so the action scene in this movie where the death eaters launch an attack on harry when he's at the burrow with the weasleys and they like burn the house down that never happens in the book they just kind of like added that for like a sequence yeah um, and then one, kind of like the end of the book had some changes, so, I'm sorry, in the, in the movie it had some changes. So in the book, um, while Harry is chasing Snape after Snape kills Dumbledore, there's A, like a battle going on between the students and the teacher, the student teachers and the Death Eaters that you just don't hear about or see. Um, that's not in the movie. Also in the book, uh, when Snape reveals to be the Half-Blood Prince... In the movie, he's just like, I'm the Half-Blood Prince, and there's, like, no explanation, and we never learn, like, why he calls himself that, but in the book, he says because his mother was a muggle, and her maiden name was Prince, so, like, Half-Blood Prince, like, it makes sense. Um, So he was half-wizard, half-muggle. Also, in the movie, they don't show Dumbledore's funeral, which is the last chapter in uh, book six, and at the funeral... Uh, this is when Harry says, like, I'm not coming back to Hogwarts next year, which we do see that part in the movie. And he also, this was not in the movie, but he tells Ginny, like, we can't date anymore because it's too dangerous. Like, you'll just get pulled in and people try to hurt you because they want to hurt me. Um, so that's, like, the biggest. There was just a lot that was, like, cut at the end. Um, a fun fact that I learned while, like, I was doing some research on this movie is Alan Rickman, who plays Snape. 
when they were shooting um, the scene where Dumbledore falls out of the tower. So, like, obviously, there was, like, green screen. He probably just fell in, like, something cushy, like, when he did the fall. I guess, like, he kept laughing in the background, and people were asking him why he was laughing. And he said it, it was making him think of Die Hard mm. because he played that character in Die Hard that, like, falls out of the building. So, he, yeah, he was just, like, having, like, a flashback moment. So, really that was kind of funny. But, yeah, there's a lot that's kind of, like, cut out at the end. But I get it. Like, it's a long book yeah from a ten thousand foot view it's it's a lot goes on you start and then it's like dumbledore is like hey we gotta go find this new professor another professor is gonna be potions master and it's like all right why and it's like because he actually knows the secret how to stop voldemort but he's not gonna just tell us harry so you need to spend about half the movie getting him drunk to get his you know brain juice into a vial His and shove it in a pensieve yeah. yeah and then it's like all right so we did that now what and then dumbledore is like let's go on another secret mission and go find one of those horcruxes because he uh you know tom riddle was like i'm gonna make seven supposedly and well he was gonna make six and the seventh one would be his original soul he said he, was gonna make he, said seven he wanted seven parts there. of his soul um, so it's like he's gonna make because that comes into like play this will come up to my confusion in the next yeah movie, folks <laughs> but uh yeah i thought like the part where they go to get the locket was really cool because i was like what's underwater is it like a big sea snake because voldemort likes snakes and it's like no it's just a bunch of like weird people that are gonna kill everyone and then like oh it's so heartbreaking because like they go to that like seascape lair area to like get the locket and then it was fake and we find out in the next one that it was stolen by Sirius Black's (gasps) brother but well it's R.A.B. and they don't know who that is at the time we know who it is is now because we've seen the last one they couldn't have left a note outside the rock and have it be like real one not here please come again later yeah well I mean here's the thing so we're gonna talk. We'll we'll put a pin in this because we'll bring it up in the next one. But we know that there's kind of like some reasons behind decisions that were made, like why Dumbledore took that risk. Yeah. Like we're gonna that'll come back into play. But yeah, like Harry definitely feels guilty because he's like he doesn't know those things at that time, like the things that we know behind the scenes. So he's just like, all that was for nothing, and Dumbledore died because of it and like snape betrayed us speaking of that whole dumbledore died snape betrayed draco is the most obviously evil character for the whole movie the train ride into hogwarts he's like you'll see hogwarts is dumb i won't be back next year and then he's just wearing like this black suit like a mafioso the entire time and he's like skulking about at slughorn's party and he's like oh um and then luckily snape is there to be like i'll bring him back to his house he makes the what do you call it? The prompt, the un, the charm, the unbreakable promise. Oh uh, yeah, Snape called. maybe unbreakable. I forget what it's called. Something. Yeah, with um, unbreakable vow. Yeah, to protect with Draco's mom. Drake Draco slash killed Snape so Voldemort wouldn't do it. But yeah, Draco's like total chump. And then he's like total chump the whole movie. He, you can tell his heart really isn't into murdering the greatest wizard alive, Dumbledore, and he's like, I don't know about this. And it gets to it, and he, like, disarms him, and then he just won't go through with a kill spell. I'm like, good. Yeah. And Snape's like, Harry, I'm, I'm gonna go do it. Don't you worry, though. I think that's Part different in the book, too, plan. but I'm trying to remember. Like, I don't think he whispers to him. I think he just, like, comes in. 
I'll have to go back and look. I think it's a little bit different. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be reading all seven of the books fairly soon, so I'll like go. I know you have to come back and let us know the differences. I'm excited. Um, another like part, a big part of this movie is now that the like three that we follow, Ron, Hermione, and Harry, like sixteen, we're getting into like crushes and love and like all that stuff. So we see, um, we obviously at this point Hermione likes Ron, but Ron is just like completely oblivious. Classic like boy. typical teenage boy. Classic boy. Uh, but this girl that's in um Gryffindor, oh, Lavender was her name. Yeah. She is like obsessed with Ron and she ends up giving him like a love po no Sorry, someone gives a love potion to Harry, but Ron ends up, like, accidentally ingesting it, so he becomes, like, obsessed with Lavender. Uh, I love when, um, it's funny, so, like, after they save Ron from that, and Ron's in the hospital bed, and, uh, Lavender's like, Hermione, you only like him again because he's interesting, and she's like, interesting, he almost died, where were you? I just thought it was funny. Got him, yeah. yeah. And then he wakes up from his sleep, and Ron's like, like, but going back to the the love potion so this is going back in my whole draco malfoy being a chump he, he like home alone twos all of his like killing attempts he's like this cursed locket to this girl and it backfires and then it's like i'm gonna poison one of slughorn's random drinks. random drinks that he might give to dumbledore backfires because ron drinks it right. almost dies and it's just like it's just so goofy it's yeah. like well, maybe not goofy but like it's ridiculous and then he ends up like bringing in all the people into hogwarts through the, oh, the I was vanishing angry vanishing cabinet. cabinet i was angry about that Why? because they keep showing it and it's like oh it has a sister cabinet that's in boarding and bricks well it, there's kind of a few reasons i think they had to do it this way so one in the fifth book um it's implied more that Draco knows about the Room of Requirement and how those things work, but because they don't mention that in the fifth movie, they can't just be like, oh, this random room, like, he just found it, but we're not going to show it. Sorry, go ahead. I got, so, like, the Room of Requirement. Yeah. It goes when you need it. Right. Does It, it doesn't care about your intentions, no. apparently. Because, like, Draco's like, I need a room to kill Dumbledore from, technically. Well, uh, it was more like a room to bring people into Hogwarts. To was, kill Dumbledore. Yeah. Yeah. If, if every yeah, one of our viewers could see my face right now, it's a big old... Hogwarts yeah. is not protecting its own headmaster. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't know what to say to that. But in the fifth book, yeah, he, like, he knows more about it, and I think it's spoken more about, so, like... Yeah, it's weird. You see him, like, putting in an apple. The apple doesn't move. You see him try to move a bird back and forth, but the bird dies and doesn't come back alive. Like, it's a lot of little things, but I think it's because, like, they have to kind of show it because yeah. it's like missed out. He's, fixing the cabinet or something, right? yeah. supposedly. Yeah. So, it ends up working, though, because he ends up bringing in, like, Bellatrix Lestrange and other people. I think Greyback um, come ba comes back. I hate Bellatrix as a character. I like her as a character. Like, I don't... She's obviously not a good character. No, but, but she's, like, a, just the obnoxious evil person. She's, yeah. like, LOL murder. That's, like, her whole spiel. Like, actually, though. Yeah. She's not eloquent. She's not... I think she's just supposed to be, like, crazy. Like, particular. she just has, like... She's crazed into this one-track mind. Like, yeah, and it, like, comes off as LOL That's kill. Yeah, that's but that's, like, like, how she's supposed to be, though. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Like, from the first time you see her, at, when she got out of Azkaban, she just laughing she's like ah, i'm free murder i mean but yeah she's also crazy like I, I just think it's not a great written character i think it's i don't know like i get why and i get that's how she is yeah you know? but 
Not a fan. Personally, not a fan. Voldemort's of the world, you got your, like, Rube Goldberg machine of a plot, you know? I'm gonna, I'm gonna... Alright, let me back up here, because I want to get into this right. before we get into the last movie. I'm gonna latch myself onto Professor Coral's head, so I can stay alive, while I'm also kept alive by Horcruxes. And then I'm a fetus baby who tricks Harry into winning the the tournament, and then that allows me to get his blood, which I needed, along with the blood or the the bone of my father and the flesh of my minion to become a person again. He's playing like quantum eight D chess the whole time. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to <laughs> I say. Mean, like, yeah. it's, it's insane. Like, I, I can't wait to see how it ends with him. But, like, yeah, like, you have the first movie and he's, like, he was a face on the back of a guy's yeah. head. Whatever. And then, like, the more you find out, it's, like, he's a pretty good wizard. Like, he's, yeah, he's, I don't he's, think anyone said he's, like, a bad, like, bad yeah. wizard as far as, like, he's not smart. No, but I think my point to that is his character has a lot of depth and is well-written. And Bellatrix is LOL murder. Yeah, but that's, like, she's just meant to be, like, that smaller character that just, like, doesn't need that much fleshing out. I don't know, maybe it's different in the books. She comes across as kind of annoying in the movie. Yeah, I think there's definitely a little bit more background to her in the book. But, like, I mean, yeah, she's just a crazy person. Like, I don't know what you want me to say. Like, that's, she just cray. And she just wants to, like, do bad things. Voldemort also wants to do bad things. Yeah, but, like, he actually wants to, like, rule and, like, be trying. Do stuff. Like, she just wants to be crazy and bad. Uh, speaking of Voldemort, we see a lot of, like, flashback scenes in this movie oh, through the Pensieve. Is this the movie? No. That where we see, movie. like, Dumbledore's going to visit um, Tom Riddle, like, when he lives in an orphanage. And yeah. he's like, I know your secrets. Like, you are like me. You're a magician. And Tom Riddle's like, prove it. And Dumbledore, without looking at how, like, his wardrobe, like, sets it on fire and then there's another scene where, is it just, I think it's just that and the one with Slughorn, right? Yeah. They There are more nice. in the book, though. There's definitely a, at least one more. I don't remember what it is, but they don't show it in the movie. Again, because this movie, like, it's, it's a lot. It's a, it's a lot, and it's a yeah. lot, even with everything they cut. Yeah. Uh, I, thought, I did think it's really funny when it's, they're looking at Slughorn's memories, and for the first time they try to find out what Tom Riddle was asking about, and then it's basically, Tom Riddle is asking about magic regarding two redacted and then yeah <laughs> yeah it's like memory memory dot exe is, is not here working. try yeah. again it was, it yeah it's really funny the way they cut that and then Dumbledore's like that seems like a lie yeah <laughs> one thing i think i well i didn't know this but i think it's kind of cool so when we see the 11 year old tom riddle in the first flashback like where um dumbledore's gonna bring him to hogwarts that um boy is actually ralph Fiennes, I forget how to pronounce his last name, the guy that plays Lord Voldemort, that's actually his nephew. Mm. So that's kind of why there's, like, a little bit of a, fa like, familiarity that's, in, like, how they look. That's yeah. pretty cool. Um, I guess his nephew's first name was Hero, and that was him, so. But imagine that being, like, even if that's your only acting role, I mean, that's pretty cool. That's you were, like, cool. in a Harry Potter movie as a kid. Instrumental. Yeah. You, you know were, what I, you you know what I do, You know what I do think is really funny about that scene, though? Dumbledore, like, shows up, 
And he's asking Tom Riddle all these questions, which are basically like, do you use magic to hurt people? Yeah. Do you talk to snakes, which is canonically evil yeah. in the wizarding world? Yes and yes. You're coming to Hogwarts. <laughs> like, it's a little ridiculous. This boy's clearly evil. Yeah, but I don't think anyone could have known back then that he would become Lord Voldemort. I mean, a lot of people could I be think like... they could know he's evil, though. Yeah, but maybe they thought that, like, in Hogwarts, like, they would get a more, like, structure and, like... Get then the he boy had the help? Yeah, than he had, like, in the orphanage. They didn't. They well, made it worse. I'm sorry. Slug- Why don't you go back in time and fix him? Especially Slughorn. I can't. All the time turners are gone or something. Oh, yeah, they is were that, destroyed. Is that last one. Explained? Not in the movie, but in the book, they, they talk about how they're all destroyed. So, okay. like, there's no more. That's really... Unless, for some reason, you're the cursed child, which we'll talk about after we review Burr. the last movie. There's just a time turner again. I gotta look back and see if it's a new one or an old one. I'm... We don't count that as canon a lot. It's kind of sloppy and messy. I'm... I have questions after we finish the next movie. Yeah, we'll, uh... We'll get to that. We'll okay. talk about it. Um, but yeah, no, overall, like, I, I really, really like this movie. It sets up, like, the finale really good. Uh, I remember reading this, and when Snape killed Dumbledore, I was just so heartbroken and upset. I remember having it spoiled for me, and I was so mad. Now Same. I'm so mad that I never came back to it, because it was real good. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. I wish I, yeah, I wish I read the book. Because, like, yeah, the movie plays out super well, I think. Yeah. You know, you got your, you got your dumb hijinks, like, ah. Oh, Man, Harry Potter's got to get Slughorn drunk, and Draco's got to try some murder and fail at it like eighteen times. But now we got to go find four more Horcruxes because so far we have the ring that Dumbledore destroyed. Yeah, the and ring. We have Tom Riddle's diary. The ring, which is like destroyed off screen, and that's why yeah, his hand is is all messed up. They see near the end of the movie, he comes with his hands like gangrenous. Yeah, real bad. That'll come back in the la- in the last one. And we'll probably learn some more about that. Harry get gangrenous from killing the diary. Because I don't think he, like, I think it only, that happened because he was wearing it. Oh, he's wearing the ring? He put the ring on, and that's why his hand turned like that. Why did he put the ring on? I don't know. Did they show that in the movie? Yeah. I don't know. They definitely, they definitely show that. And they show it again in the seventh one. There's a scene with it. Oh, yeah. So you'll see. Take a look at yeah. Um, so I think, yeah. Because I think they were able to get it off. Like, he put it, to my knowledge, he put it on, realized it was affecting his hand, he took it off. And that's what would slow down the spread Uh-oh, of like the gangrene. Yeah. Mm. So we'll uh, we'll learn more about that. But yeah, Dumbledore is dead, and I'm Rest, really sad. Rest in pizza, Roni. Do they have Roni? pizza in Hogwarts? No, they only have like English meals. They have like pumpkin juice and like crackers and stuff. Polyjuice potion. Oh, yeah, they're not drinking that on the reg though. I don't know that. What if everyone is constantly drinking Polyjuice Potion to look like someone else? I don't think... New head cannon. No, that's Harry not... Harry Potter is actually Neville. Neville's actually Harry Potter the entire time. He that's all, not how all, that works. All seven movies. That's not how that works. Honey, I think you're overthinking this a little bit. Why is that not... Mad-Eye Moody can do it. Yeah, that's different. But, yeah, like but here's the thing is, you have to have all those materials for it. Like, you have to have, like, the wings of the bat, and you can only make the potion when it's, like, a certain moon or something. Like, it's a lot of work. It's not just, like... It like put some powder in some water or something Her, like. Hermione found a way. Head cannon. <sighs> but they can't go back in time and find like they didn't find out Polyjuice until the second movie. So in the first movie, Dumbledore was... slipped it all to. The, oh my the god! First movie. I think you're getting a little a little cray here. You heard it here first. No, folks. no, it's not. That's not how that works. 
Voldemort is actually the Weasley dad the no, whole time. No, that's not, honey, that's <laughs> not. Then why did he try to kill him then? What are you talking about? Like, why wouldn't he try to kill him if he's the Weasley dad? Like, what do you mean? Like, the Voldemort is disguised as the Weasley dad? No, the Weasley dad has always been Voldemort. Just drinking Polycube potion constantly. To look like Tom Riddle. I think. Who married Ron's mother. I think you're getting a little cracked out here. I don't. I think that's all we have for this episode, and we will see you next week. When we review not one, but two glorious movies that are supposedly one book. Yeah, we will be talking about The Deathly Hallows. See you guys next week. For more of my insane rants, please like and subscribe. Thanks for listening to our show. Make sure to like our Facebook page through our link in the show notes or by searching We Like to Say We're Experts on Facebook. See you next time.